No, what do they say? You say woo wop the bam, right? That's y'all? Woo wop the bam, the bam, bam. Everybody, we are back here with the Emo Social Club, and I am Lizzie. And Brian originally couldn't do this because he started a new job, so he couldn't get off work. But now he's sick anyway, so he couldn't come here anyway to do this, regardless. <laughs> so we asked our friend Ariel from Black Lives Matter Chicago, who was on the podcast last year, to talk about Black Lives Matter Chicago with us to interview the band proper with a period at the end. Hey, <laughs> with a period, with a period at the end. Yep. And I'm very excited to finally have them here because they're a very different type of band. And then we have Ariel as well helping me out today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> so if you guys just want to uh, go around and introduce yourselves super quick. And so when people listen, they know who is who. <laughs> oh, wow. Hi. <laughs> I'm Alexa, uh, lead guitar. I'm Eric, I sing and play rhythm guitar. My name is Natasha, I slap bass. <laughs> My name is Elijah, I play drums. And in the boom mic. And the screams. Yo. <laughs> but I saw that you guys are playing with Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties uh, for a holiday show in New Jersey. Yes. So can you elaborate and just go into more of that? Because I saw that. Damn, that's like really big because I also know that you guys are big wonder ears. Hey, right here. Got the tattoo. Wow. Yeah. So we were hanging out with Koji, right? Yeah. At the bar. We met, we met Koji, who was from Pittsburgh, right, around somewhere in Pennsylvania, Correct. somewhere PA. Yeah. And we got to talking, and they were just like, yeah, like I, Dan's great friends. He would love your record. And he was like, oh, I'll, I'll like get you in contact sometime. And then like a week later, he just like gets me in contact with Dan. I was like, okay, don't freak out. It's cool. And then Dan asked to call me. He's like, I have this show that I think you guys would be great on. I love your record. You guys should come play it. I'm just like trying not to cry. And I was just like, yeah, of course. I don't care what I have to do. I will do this for you. Please let me do it. And so that's in Asbury Park at December 14th. It's us, Aaron West. I think they're playing the entire album all the way through. And then Oso Oso solo acoustic set. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of just a, like a dream come true moment that I'm still dying over. <laughs> Someday wonder years. Yeah. God, next. <laughs> For sure. Well, and then some of your, your albums also derive a lot of Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. Uh, like lyricism and oh, like yeah. themes and vibes. And I know that you also had um, the lead singer give you, like, his blessing to do so. Obviously, yeah. to probably also avoid, like, you know, copyright <laughs> suing, you know, great yeah. things you don't want to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I just hit him up on Instagram, like, because I know I wanted this album t to be titled that for like a year and a half. So that long ago, I hit him up on Instagram and he actually replied. And like I just like blubbered on, of course, and I was just like, "Thank you so much. This means a lot." He's like, "Yeah, no problem, man." And it was just super simple, just not wanting to get sued. I mean, we have some suable things on there already, <laughs> but you know, hopefully, Abba never notices. They're like up here, and we're like here, so we're good for now. They're really nice. I think they donated to the fundraiser last year, didn't they? Who Abba? Yeah. No, one <laughs> Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Right? God. Did you see that ABBA credited the gays for their comeback? The no. Gays. Yeah. They what, just all of us? Gays. All yeah, of the gays? Yeah, everyone. The gays Fuck love yeah. ABBA. Really That's true. Come on, ABBA would not still be a thing. Think Squad. Of, what's the, the, the musical? Uh, what, Mamma Mia? Yeah. Mamma Mia. I yeah, saw, that's look, all ABBA. <laughs> I saw that called, in Mama theaters. Oh, yeah. My, like, 60-year-old queer black self and then just a bunch of babushkas. And just me in the front row. It was lit as fuck. I've never seen them get so turnt. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great musical. I don't know how I felt about the movie. Um, oh, that's all but I've I was seen. really glad to see it on like, you know, theater is expensive. Yeah. It's yeah, not it accessible, is. Though, honestly, <laughs> at all. Yeah. I live in New York, I still haven't saw a play because it's just too much money. You want how much for what? <laughs> I'm good. Like we're not spending that. Or you put your name into like the lottery thing? And then you just see eventually. Uh, that's what I need to start doing. I know one of my coworkers after two and a half years finally got in to see Hamilton. Oh, wow. Lottery. So you might wait another two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. You know, when it, when it, when less people are going, I'll go. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't. Until I don't then we have YouTube. Like, what do we? You, 
<laughs> Do you know how many musicals I've seen on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. The Legally Blonde musical, which is a really wow. great Hold movie, up. Which you There's a musical for what, really that movie? Really yeah. Good. It's really Have you seen it? No, I just not You just know about it. Okay. You look <laughs> so like certain, like, oh yeah. I've seen and saw called Whipped into Shape and the whole choreography, they're jumping rope the whole time. You know how hard you have to, to jump rope yeah. and they're doing like different moves and stuff and I'm like, I just, I can't. Oh, you went to school for like theater-esque things, right? I didn't, but I went to a performing arts school. But that's what I said, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you, did, you did singing, dancing, and music. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever want to like work on stage, like be an actress? No. Okay. <laughs> well, damn. No, I mean, I most of my background is from dance so okay. I, at one point I wanted to be a dancer but then cool. you know actuality reality <laughs> <laughs> comes into play it's and not it's too like, late no yeah <laughs> and you went to music no it is yeah yep. <laughs> you were like I'm gonna do I'm gonna be black in a pop punk band yeah same I was thinking about, I was reading, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Oh, I was reading y'all's uh, interview for Alternative, and I just relate so hard. Like, I'm from the South, I'm from Memphis. Oh, and okay. And you grow up, and you, like, are a black kid, and to emo and pop pop, I was very heavy into My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Always. And my parents were very uncomfortable. Uh, I got trip pants from, uh, <laughs> what's the name of that place? Hot Topic? Yeah. Hey. And my dad threw them away. I was like, oh, that's wow. $70. <laughs> yeah, for real. There were the lime green ones, too. I was real cool. He owes you reparations. Uh, he owes me reparations. He owes you a check. You know, he just deals with it now. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, I thought a lot about that, like, being the kid that's an emo pop punk and a black kid in an all-white school where you're like one of like 20 black kids by yeah. high school and you know you're too white for the black kids and then you're too white for the white kids because they want that token black friend yeah. that can speak ghetto yeah whatever. oh god and it's like you know i've really yeah. related to what y'all were saying like hell yeah people just look at you and go ah oh, it's too black it's not black enough or it's too white it's not black enough yeah it feels like a constant like like a constant audition where they're just like critiquing everything about you. It's just like damn, like I just want to say hi. What what are you doing? You just wanna make music. Yeah. You wanna, you know, be othered. Yeah. Or making music and being an other and then trying to find that balance a lot, right? Yeah. Like, no, yeah, one hundred percent. How do you deal with that bullshit? Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't like luckily we don't get that shit too much anymore. Like I feel like Outside of the UK, where they just like don't know any better, I feel like nothing has really happened, right? Like, I feel like it's just uh, having you know a little support of your friends, yeah, with like-minded people going through the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a lot easier to navigate through, a lot less uh, pressure. Yeah, because when you have like a, a time, took time to get here. Right? Yeah, it's like we have a bunch of white friends, and this shit happens, and you see them all kind of just be like, oh, I don't know what happened, I wasn't there. It's like, but you're standing right next to me. It's kind of just like. Oh shit! I need to get more black friends, or like get some people that are stand up for you. But yeah, luckily so far nothing's popped off that I can think of. Outside the usual, just like people trying to catcall Natasha in the UK and shit like that. But yeah. so far so good. How did you respond to that? I oh, tried I to fight them. How, so here's how it happened. It happened. I didn't know it was happening. And I was walking down. I see Eric running. I turn around. He's running, like coming coming at this person. I'm like. What happened? <laughs> He's like told her about it. He was hated. I was like, my big brother. Even <laughs> <laughs> my little brother he just came to my rescue. I didn't even know. But it's just like that. It's like, don't fuck with my sister, you know? I didn't even come to your switch. rescue. I was going to hold them down while you beat their ass. Like, yeah. You know, this is, yeah, yeah, gang shit. <laughs> it was not fun, though. Yeah, like, but for the most part, it was great. Besides, like, a few, you know, just like places where it's predominantly white, especially in the UK, where it's like they don't see many American black people. It was kind of, there's some shit, but yeah. <coughs> that's to be expected. Yeah. I think about, especially like with everything that's going on right now too, like how do you find the balance of uh, like trying to just be an artist, but then also like wanting to really deal with what's going on as young black people in America. Oh God. Eli, you're the journalist. Let's, how do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. I mean, it's like, uh, 
I think when we think of blackness in America, we, we instantly go to like the trauma we've endured and like trying to find a way out of that. And we see that obviously even like in arts where it's like, what up until maybe like Get Out and Black Panther, what was like every black centered film that would win like an Oscar or something. It was like some slave narrative and it's like, yeah, we're constantly being reminded of the oppression that we're still trying to escape from as well as the current oppression we're dealing with today in terms of systemic racism, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I think for me, it's like this band is an escape, even though like Eric does talk about very real shit. Um, it, it still provides an escape because ideally like that's what art is supposed to be. And especially with us where we know that we're in, we're in other, even though it's like this genre is a music that derived from a genre of music that black people made. So, you yeah. know, it's like, I think also remembering that at the foundation in terms of like us in like a music context is like, we're honestly just like descendants of our ancestors. Like we're not doing anything that's technically quote unquote white. If anything, we're doing something very black. Yeah. You know? Um, and that is also something that makes me happy is just like people, especially black people or POCs who come up to us and they're like, yeah, you know, like, we even had this with like uh, the group that we toured with, Alfred, where they were like, yeah, we kind of got discouraged because people would be like, oh, like that's like some white shit to do funk and all that. And it's yeah. like, nah, bro, it's like, it's actually black as fuck. Yeah. You know, and it's like, even if like, <coughs> say you say you deal with somebody who's very ahistorical and they're like, all right, black people never did it. You did it better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like you ask Ian, you ask Ian Mackay, <laughs> who's his like top favorite hardcore punk band? It's probably Bad Brains, you know. And it's like, or Death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then you go down to like you have Pure Hell, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You just like, there's so much history, and like I feel like we're a part of that lineage where it's just like we all have our own backgrounds, but we also provide that context. You know, where we're all just like, yes, we're influenced by like emo and whatnot, but we're also influenced by very quote-unquote black genres as well that like fueled that. Yeah. Especially even like with someone like Natasha who's like, you know, Jamaican. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> so you have like I a remember. whole other, like diaspora that you add yeah. to this group. And same with even Alexa too, yeah. Yeah. you know? Because I was like, I remember I was uh, like 12 or 13 years old and I got heavy into like street punk and oi. And I was listening to, you know, like skinhead reggae and stuff like that. and. At some point, I guess somebody said something about like that made me question why am I listening to this? I'm, you know, 14 year old black kid from suburbia. Like, why did this speak to me? And I think one of my family members, because I'm, you know, first generation Jamaican, came to me. He's like, you know what? That was our music. That was, you know, started by us. You know, we derived like this is it. And they showed me um, uh, Jimmy Cliff, um, shit, the harder day. Um, <laughs> and uh, I saw it. I'm like, oh. So this is mine, and I had that. I had that in my back of my pocket, yeah. you know. And knowing that just got me through all of it. It's like, well, fuck all you. This is mine <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. Hell yeah. All the difference. I will say I saw a bunch of uh, Twitter stuff happening, like about like who was the OG punk band, and people were like, oh, it's Sex Pistols. Oh so my god. Wow, that's so really? And there was there was um, some POC people who are like in like hardcore bands yeah. too. They were like, hey, we exist. We're here. Yeah. Like, oh, that's awesome because you don't see that as often. Yeah. They're like, oh no, like Death was the first one, and then there's a bunch of like you know white dudes. Being yeah. Like, oh no. There's no way. And it's yeah. like, all right, listen, I need you to turn it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 20% off. Just even look at the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> so nasty. Yes, yeah. 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 the first, like, they came, like, 15 years before. Like, yeah. did, you take, did you take a history class? Chronological order exists. It's the same people are just like, oh, real emo, like American football. American football. American football. Literally. Right? Like, oh, yeah. talk about them anymore, but technically. Like, who knows? That's all, even back in the 70s, like all like those all those rock bands, their favorite artists were black blues guitars and they were just ripping their songs off. Like yeah. it's just they're they it's generational to be the same exact thing. Yeah. Well what I've always found is what is like my biggest issue is that in this scene is that it's so like predominantly obviously like 
white male cisgender dominated mm-hmm. and when you try to bring up the like that, that that's a problem people don't want to talk about it oh yeah and it's very like irritating and upsetting and they're like oh but you have like the fangirls over here I'm like okay listen <laughs> the fangirls provide a very important part to things but they're more than just like the fangirls like yeah. they're integral into it but I'm like, well, why aren't we also, like, talking about, like, people who are, like, peers, like POC? Yeah. Like, I don't understand, like, the disconnect with people. But then it's well, kind of, like, if you just slow it down, it's like, oh, all these, like, white boys from the suburbs are here. And none of them are probably, like, well-versed or yeah. want to be well-versed in, like, gender and race studies. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. It's so funny because it's, like, I feel like if anybody has the right to be sad, it's kind of black people, you know? <laughs> Just like a little bit. I am not okay. I'm, I pro- I am not okay. Uh, so I get to I get to sing these songs and or you want to talk about like fuck the system and fight against the system. I feel like nobody really gets to talk about that more than black women. Oh, and for Native sure. Native American women. For sure. You know, like they're the angriest people. <laughs> so they should be all the people on stage. Indigenous and black white. Anybody from a colonized country. Yeah. You know, it's probably the it's probably angrier than when some white suburban kid whose mom caught him masturbating <laughs> one time and he's just so hurt that she doesn't give him the privacy that he needs to come around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Whole fucking, or that one girl who didn't like him and he was real upset about it because she liked the jock in school. Yeah. Which what are jocks even? Most of the jocks I knew still like that. I just don't I don't know. They liked like Theory of the Dead Man. And they were like, yeah, I'm so hardcore. And it's like, yeah, oh, I need you to turn it that one suburban pop punk band in Chicago? Blink 182? It's uh, right. It's uh, the one, they wear like polos on stage. Oh, fuck. Uh, what? Man Overboard? Show, no. They, I went I'm going to a just offend a bunch of people. Let me stop talking. Say Anything show and uh, Front Bottoms. Oh. And they were in it. They opened. And I was just like, what is this band? But it was a bunch of like dudes with like backwards caps and clothes. Oh, and they were like, they like that. Yeah. It. They were so excited. And then like Say Anything came on. They just all like went to the back. Yeah. Like, as you should. Yeah. As you Make way for the Bemis. Yeah. Make way for the Bemis. All hail the Bemis. Yeah. All hail the Bemis. How did you feel about that whole Max Bemis like Say Anything like um, t like shirt contest? He fucked up. Wait, wait, yeah. what happened? I did not. So, Say Anything made a contest. It's like, hey, designers, design a shirt. And the winner will get 10 free t-shirts. And it's like, yo, like, okay. And everyone, the jokes are like, hey, Bemis, play a show. You'll get free exposure. And he was just <laughs> yes. like, he's like, oh, I've been on autopilot since retirement. Like, I just said yes to the idea without thinking. Like, some bullshit. And it's just like. You can't demand. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's 2019, especially, like, his whole thing is like, oh, I'm an, an-, I'm an anarchist. One of his albums is called Anarchy, My Dear. Yeah, no. And it's like, oh. Free labor, you get free t- ten free T-shirts. It's like, what the fuck am I gonna do with ten free T-shirts? Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. I'm, that's my favorite band ever. But I think I actually pissed him off. He won't respond to me on Twitter anymore. So, <laughs> because I called him out for some other dumb shit. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm apolitical. I was like, is this how white people say that they don't like to vote or be educated? And then he just didn't respond. And he, he swiftly stopped liking anything that I ever put on there. So I think I just made him mad. But Demas, if you're listening, we can be friends still. I forgive you. It's like water under the bridge. But that shirt contest was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. We all know it. Pay these people, please. White people say so. It's such a privilege to be. I'm apolitical. Like, what does that mean? Like, politics, especially. He is a a man with bipolar disorder. Yeah. Like, politics affect you. Right. It's like, oh, do you like how much your rent costs? Do you, you like know? how much living costs? Oh, then you're political, my guy. What do you fucking mean? Ah, oh, don't even me started. Down with landlords. Yeah, you know, everything is political. Literally living, being in this park. In yeah. The park district, the uh, park workers are going on strike in yeah. Chicago because they're not being paid. They're like, you can work for, there are people who've worked for the park district for 15 years and haven't gotten a raise once. That's so fucked and up. And they won't make a lot of people full time because they don't want to give them benefits. Of course not, yeah. yeah. And it's just like a whole, now they're all going on strike with the teachers. It's pretty dope. SCIU is doing some well, then the UIC nurses just came off of their strike, too, because they were trying to get more wages, too. Hey, so, they did it? They got it? They, they, yeah, they just went They, they just went back, I think, like, Fuck yesterday yeah. or this morning. See? We need the nurses. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we need the nurses. Yeah. <laughs> Protest works. Oh, man. It's a lot going on right now. That's why I'm glad that they're, like... Like, I 
I remember when Pete Wentz came out and he was like, yeah, I'm uh, mixed. And I was so angry because I was like, you know what? How cool it would have been to like be in middle school and high school and be like, yeah, Fall Out Boy has a mixed guy. They're black. Like, Pop yeah. is black. And then just like, like, but like being, instead of being made fun of, I probably still would have been made fun of it because yeah. he looks very white. Um, yeah. He, he still came out as bi pretty early. So that was, that was my He came thing. out as bi yeah. too. Yeah, he was an out bad again. Yeah, I think I was in like obvious. ninth grade when that happened. So he did that first at least. And I was just like, see? I was still very closeted then. Okay. Very, very closeted then. Um, and my parents were both ministers. So we just weren't touching Wow. Just wow. Weren't going to touch it. So. Yeah, fair. I hope he's with a. I hope he, I want to see him with a guy. Like I'm glad he's he's got women. It too, could be me. Why not me? <laughs> see him and take out with like some dude. Pete, Peter, I'm Pete. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wentz. Right, six uh, foot. Let me not. Let me, <laughs> let me be your through. Mr. Wentz. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll be Mr. Wentz. Through, through the hell of Megator, roll through, and we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Are they wait? Is that's happening, right? Yeah, yeah Wrigley Weezer. Field here in Chicago. Oh yeah. Oh, with the Weezer one. With the Green Day, I found out with from the Green Day. With the Green Day, yeah. I found out about that tour from work a month before they announced it, and I could not say anything. And the intense like excitement for me personally was killing me. Yeah. And you freaked out on Instagram. You were like, "Did you see?" <laughs> <laughs> Literally, everyone at my work was like, "Cause I'm like the only one who was to like pop punk at my work." Everyone was like, "Did you hear about this indie band?" And I'm like, yeah, two years ago. They're like, have you heard about Oso Oso? And I'm like, where have you been? Yeah. They're like, I think their new album's really good. And I'm like, I don't know where you've been. It got an 8.4. Pitch <laughs> Literally, that's what they say to me. They'll pull up Pitchfork. They will pull up Pitchfork. Yeah. And they're like, I don't think, because Prince Danny and the Hyena got reviewed by Pitchfork. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's really good. He looks like, he's like, that's just a little bit too screwy. <laughs> you like Prince Daddy, don't you? You're okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. We'll take it. One of my coworkers showed me Prince because I had never heard of them. Yeah. And he's obsessed with them. I, I still haven't heard the double album yet. Is it good? It's good. I album? liked it. Huh? Have you heard the new album? I am not not saying that I'm not a fan because I don't like them. Yeah. I'm not, like, you just you're just not in that untapped. world. <laughs> yeah. Untapped. Okay. I like that one song that yep. I don't play anymore. I forgot to take my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so we both do it. Yeah. <laughs> So Prince Daddy, if you want to tour with us, my number is, sorry. <laughs> like, roll through. Yeah. Like, uh, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so I was listening to, and I still think that it's his masterpiece, Kendrick's uh, second album. To Pimp a Butt, oh, wait, yeah, Good Kid? Oh, that's his third that's one, That's his third, right? technically, right? It's Section 8. Section 8 is kind of a Is it? Oh, then I'm wrong. Yeah, it's a mixtape. You consider it an album. Some people do. I would, yeah, we'll say it's his third. Okay. Sorry, continue, yeah. I think that's a punk fucking album. Like, what would you say is, like, not considered punk that you're just like, this is, like, a super punk album to me? Oh, God. Or a punk singer. I mean, other than, obviously, you can't say Tina Turner because we know. She is punk. Um, oh god, someone else go first. I have to think about this. For sure, uh, Rico Nasty. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anger management is the punkest thing I've heard in so long. Yeah, the year before that, Nasty. Uh, who, um, who would I say? And I mean, that's why it's like, also... Obviously Vic Mensa. Oh yeah, in like uh, yeah. a very literal sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking up. But he just when when uh, Laquan McDonald was killed and we did all the like marches oh, to get the video released, this nigga came out. <laughs> he was like, everybody's like getting attacked by police and arrested, and he was like, all right, ten minutes, my boys are coming out, and people were like, wait, there are women and children here. He said, well, tell them they got ten minutes. <laughs> Like, this is gonna be a game play, like, downtown. <laughs> he's kind of crazy. Vic is like, Damn. Uh, he only shows up when he needs the attention. <laughs> Damn. Punk that's not normally considered punk. God. <laughs> um, God, like, I, I could think of this um, all the time. Now I'm just blanking. Um, like a lot of shit. Old I was gonna say the weekend, but I don't know if that. I, I think the weekend's punk as fuck. Just does what the fuck he wants, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, things you would. Can't fill his face, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I just learned that I was about coke like last year. I'm so dumb. I'm so. Yo, I'm so what? dumb. <laughs> because I'm a G-rated person, Elijah. Look oh. at me. Listen I to me. I feel like that's a lie. It is a lie. That's a bold-faced lie. Um, <laughs> I don't know, the septum piercing does not say yeah. G. 
this, it's all for the Lord, you know? Like, <laughs> it, it, it spells a J for Jesus Christ, you know? We're tight. Um, no. Uh, things are punk that you wouldn't consider punk. I, mean, I think we're all blanking right now. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I would say Jesus. Oh, yeah, Kanye for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, yeah, like not like, I'm trying to think of like a, a deep cut answer. Um, Otis Redding. What, like the Otis Redding? Yeah. <laughs> the Soul album? Cigarettes and Coffee? Yeah. Did he? Did he? He did that. Yeah. Mm, Ty Does it have to be music? I was going to say Taika Waititi, for sure. The poet? The direct movie director. Yeah! He did Boy. Yeah. He did oh, Yeah, Eagle in, in the Eagle in the Crow, what's the movie called? Yeah. He literally just like made a short film with his friends and he's just been doing it ever since. Yeah. There's like, hey, you should do this new movie. He's like, how about I fucking don't? Like all of his, <laughs> his, his whole crew, his, uh, down to like the mic people and shit, they're all Aboriginal people. He always works with, yeah, he, he does it. That's my answer. And, and it's punk of me to not say band. Ha. <laughs> you still thinking about it? I'm lost. No? You're just gonna skip it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like when you're playing that headbands game, you're like, skip it. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Lizzie, what would you say? What would I say? God, um, I mean, I'm more, I'm Hispanic. I don't, I don't fucking look like it. I'm like Pete Wentz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like Pete Wentz. But, um, I mean, for me, I would say probably, like, I mean, the obvious answer, you have, like, Frida Kahlo, for at least for me. Yeah. She's oh, very yeah. punk. Queer icon. Yeah. Honestly. And then I would say there's also just a lot of, like, there's a lot of really good bands that are Latinx, like, represented, like, Donna Rudio Fest that we have here in Chicago every year. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a mix because it's not just rock music down there because you're trying to get all of, like, Latin Latin music in. Yeah. So it's, like, you also have, like, mariachis and then you have, okay. like, pop. So, and I've also, when I was younger, I was listening to, like, emos, like, Mexican okay. music. I had no idea what they, my grandpa didn't teach me Spanish or anything, so I was like, yeah, I think I understand because it feels emotional and sad, and I yeah. feel that too. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like anything like that because it's just, like, bridging the norm, and it's like saying, like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah. Like, this is mine, too. I can do what I want. Yeah. And I can say it with a statement piece. Or, you know, not even a statement piece. Just be like, I'm just here being a normal person. Like, you and you get the recognition and I need to get the recognition for doing the same thing. Okay, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for both Eric and I, like one of our biggest like punk foundations is like the Latinx group that's at the drive-in. For sure. I the, love at the drive-in. Yeah, Mars Volta. Yeah, Puerto yeah. Rican and Mexican, you know? So it's like, that was, and me, I'm originally from El Paso, so like, that was really big for me because I was like, y'all have afros, you're not black, but y'all have afros. Yeah. Like Afro. a signifier, you know? Yeah. Where I was just like, oh wow, like if y'all can do this, like surely we can do it. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, when I first picked up a guitar, yeah. that was the band that I learned. That's how I felt about, like, when, um, when I think about Thin Lizzy. When I started playing oh, bass, yeah. and Lizzie then like, like I'm goes. Goes. I was like, wait, what? Because I wouldn't listen to For it, sure. I didn't look at them, and I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, when you yeah, first see the picture, it's just like, holy fucking so, shit, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I can play bass, fucking do this, <laughs> let's go. That's always been like the cool thing, is just like, when like, when we still talk about these ideas of representation, how mm -hmm. people are like, oh, it can't be that important, but it's like, yeah. you know, like so I can count on my hand how many times when it was like, it. The first time I saw like Keely from Block Party, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. you're." Yeah. When I when I saw Old Boy from Killswitch Engage, I was like, yeah, "Whoa!" Bro. Like I wouldn't buy the album like that same Dude, day. Like, Stephen Harrison when he used to be in the Chariot, and I was yeah. like, "Oh shit!" You know, for the black kids. Yeah, yeah man. You know, TV on the radio is like this representation. Yeah, yeah. TV on the, I was like, "Y'all are black." Okay, look. What's the other bit? Uh, Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Oh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Rachel, yeah. when I, I was yeah, like, wait like a that. second. Yeah, yeah, man. What? Yeah. Oh, and then my dad was like, all these white men. He was, I was like, daddy, he's yeah. black. Right. <laughs> 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 you come in wearing your trip pants. You're like, he's black. <laughs> I didn't even get to wear them. They were thrown away. They were in my room. And I went to work. And I came home. And they were gone. And my black lips. found them. Which is probably fine. Because it's Hot Topic lipstick. So it's like really cheap. Yeah. It's like crayon on your lips. But uh, how I only do Anastasia unless that good shit. <laughs> $30 for lipstick, of course. <laughs> I'll go broke. Um, but yeah, no, they were thrown away. It's gone before I could even put um, 
my trip pants and wear them to school and they make me take the chains off. <laughs> it's okay. I, I'm one of my friends from high school. She's like, I don't fit into these trip pants anymore. I think they're your size, so I wore them. They were purple. It's my favorite color. I know. It was the pretty ones. I didn't have to pay for them either. They were free, so I was oh, happy. Dude. I wore them once to school. I came home. I put them in the wash. Never saw them again. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw them again. <laughs> that was it. That was absolutely it. I think I wore. I think I wore with like a Hollywood Undead shirt. My nice. Like absolutely not. <laughs> Hollywood, we're never going down. Me and my friends will get in oh, my car, we'll blast, we'll blast everywhere I go, and we'll just go Bad. off. Yeah. And they're just like, how do you remember this? I'm like, please, this is the song of our dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. But how old are you again? I'm 24. Yeah. I remember 24. Oh, <laughs> I do not. I'll be 25 in December. Does that help make you feel better? No, it's not. I just okay. remember 24. Man. I like to think back on like ages and be like, wow, what a time. Like, because you're different each year, right? Like, you're not the Especially same the person 20s. that you were. There was a, a block ago. of like six it years where I was the same person. I learned nothing. I learned absolutely <laughs> nothing for a solid half decade, for sure. <laughs> the closer I get to 30, I'm just like, man, like, wow, wow, 22 REL was like something. I really <laughs> wish that I could just go back and like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I just Chill out. slapped past you by like a million times. <laughs> just chill, bro, chill. If you haven't um, thought back on your youth and you've been like, stop, you're like, I'd go back and be like, shut the fuck up, then you probably haven't matured. Yeah. I, I yeah, can't, couldn't be me. Yeah, yeah couldn't be me. Couldn't be me, though. Who? Who that? <laughs> Don't know her. <laughs> Those people who like look. I was looking at. Uh, I got invited to my ten-year high school reunion, and I was like, "Who did this? Like, why would you?" I would never. And it was a girl that I used to hang out with, who's like really nice, but she was also like really mean. Oh. And I uh, and you know those people like they were super toxic and you hung out with them. Oh god. And I was like, "Why was I with you? Just really mean all yeah. the time." She's nice enough. But she like invited me and she's like, I thought it would be cool. And I was like, no, don't do that. Uh, but they were all like talking and they all married the people that they dated. Oh, in oh, yeah. oh God. Like, so many of them have right. more than have two hot flashes. children. <laughs> more than two. What? I was like, one is a lie. Yeah, uh, one is one more than I ever want. You know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Who are the you? One that, the one that you think might be there is already too much. Yeah. It's, already too, it's like one is too many. Yeah. Uh, but they like, they... They like have houses now and just are like, like yeah, my life is so great, but they don't look happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Going to Applebee's on a Friday night. You oh, know, man. just Apple. That's date night. And date TGI night. Fridays yeah, because it's TGI Fridays. They they TGI. do the do they do the dollarita because yes. they think that that's the only way they can get. This turned. is getting too real. <laughs> you can get a shirt <laughs> on some dollar. You can get. I mean, I will have. A I'm there for the deal for sure. Yeah. For sure. But not like for my yeah. It's not even a good margarita. You know, it's probably like really. They probably don't put enough in it, or they yeah. put way too much because the bartenders are sad too. Everybody's in on the deal. Like everybody is in on the deal. Everyone is in. Well, that's the thing too. Is that like there's only so many Applebee's left in certain areas. Like I think here oh, in like the Chicagoland area, there's like two. Why is there still on? That's good. Or three. There's yeah. a TGI Fridays downtown and Where? a Chili's. Uh, they're in like on the Magnificent Mile. Oh, they're down downtown. They're okay. down downtown. And I'm like, why is this here? <laughs> That's so fair, All of those nice restaurants here, everybody wants to go to TGI Friday's Chili's and freaking uh, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, wait, hey, what? Hold, yeah, 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 yeah. hold up. We're not taking any oh, slander for Cheesecake Factory. It is. <laughs> it's, too, it's a fucking so slander. Cool. Yeah, because so, you, you, you don't leave there. Like, what do you, have you had Cheesecake Factory? I don't know. Okay. Have you been in one, though? Yeah. Okay. You had Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, that shit. It's a delicious. It's a And it's so expensive. It is. It is. I don't care. Take all my money, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Look, I don't want a guitar sponsorship. I want a Cheesecake Factory sponsorship right now on the table. It's like, do you like Taco Bell too? I hate Taco. No. Yeah, no, what? I hate Taco Bell. It like rips my stomach apart. Yeah. I worked at Taco Bell. I don't oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. 
I loved it. Yeah. One day when I was at work, I was with my two guy friends, That's and they were funny. like, we're going to go to Taco Bell. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be sitting out eating alone like I usually do, so I'll try to be social. I was like, okay, let's go to Taco Bell. Then one of my friends, he's like, I got Tums for you. Oh, God. That's Aww. such a great friend. I was like, I love that. And then as we're walking down the street, I realized how tall they are. They're like six foot. Okay. And they were like, God, I didn't realize how short you were. I'm like, I should just go back. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mistake being social today. <laughs> that friendship has to over the rows. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right. I have tons for you, but you're also short as fuck. Exactly. When you're short, you have to be ready to be made fun of for how short you are. I know. Well, I did have a friend in undergraduate college. He would be like, you're short and you're angry. And you're tiny, like an angry ch- Mexican chihuahua. I'm like, wow, thank you. Oh, wow, that's incredible. I hope that he was Mexican. He was. He okay. was. Okay. He's like me. He's like he wants to. He's mixed. He looks yeah, white, but you no. don't think it. But I was like, all right, I guess that's that's fair. I guess we're all gonna be Instagram friends now. God, Ooh. I love that. Boom. <laughs> Erica Badu is punk. Beyonce oh, for sure. Is punk. I don't know about that. Lemonade one. was punk. Yeah. Oh. It, was, it was written by predominantly white men. What lemonade? Mm-hmm. No. It was. Mm-hmm. That was the one where she did a cinematic movie for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are 21 white male writers on that album. There's also a black poet, black Somali poet. That <laughs> I'm saying like writing her words. I mean, that's stuff. fine. But the people writing her words. Shit like that just gets to me. I'm just like, man. And it's also a black woman. And all of the directors of the videos were black. And oh, yeah. The videos are for sure. But the writers, I just feel like she should have, I don't know. You. She has this very specific... <laughs> aesthetic, the basic message that she wants to put across, and it's really like, oh, who wrote this? And I look it up, it's like fucking Justin Timberlake. I'm like, eh. It just makes me sad. I feel like that's kind of like pop music, though. Yeah, I'm not a pop yeah. fan, it's so I'm sad. just already critical oh, as fuck so about sorry. it. I know, so I know. Sorry. <laughs> that's so tragic for your loss. But you like yeah. The Weeknd. Oh, yeah, I mean, he started out super R&B. Mm-hmm. I don't like his last two albums. But what's the difference between pop and R&B a lot of times? There's a like, giant difference. Yeah, There's a massive I difference. Like, I feel yeah, like yes and no, because pop is technically just the top of the It's charts. watered down R&B. It's just mm, yes and no. It's, I feel like pop is like, it's not a genre. It's technically, it's just... Yeah, that's my problem with it. <laughs> it's yeah. all over the place. Like, yeah. you listen to a Katy Perry album, it's like, oh, now there's a country song? Why is this happening? Oh, now she's doing the trap beat. Like, it's just so she inconsistent. Yeah, it doesn't oh, make any isn't that sense. Wild? Yeah, she can barely sing. But yeah, <laughs> that, that I kiss a girl thing, like, oh, very Christian. So yeah, Christian, so Christian. She's still super Christian too, and I'm like, I don't. Oh really? I don't yeah. Understand. Oh, Catherine. I don't really get her. She also has a lot of white fragility, like, a lot of white guilt. Remember yeah. when she cried? No. no. About what? About <laughs> being, <laughs> she in cried. general, about being a white woman, she got called oh. out for basically using black people and black music to get over Oh, this is what she did her live stream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no then idea. she did... What was, what was the old boy in the blue vest? What's uh, that fucking dude's name? DeRay McKesson, yeah, that fake go. motherfucker. Yeah, DeRay. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. lost. Uh, he, like, did an interview with her, and she just cried about how she didn't understand and she wasn't trying to hurt black people. And it's just like, but you're making it about yourself now, and you don't want your tears. And also, like, DeRay... He's so pointless. When Ferguson was happening, everybody went down to Ferguson. He basically just tried to like profit off of it in a way and get famous. He wanted to do that famous organizer thing, but he doesn't actually do any organizing. He just talks. And then he, excuse me, he called out Sean King recently. Um, and in the BLM thread, everybody did the meme the where he's memes. like, yeah, the yeah. Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. where they're just pointing at each other. Uh, that's all I could do. I was just like, oh wow, this is interesting yeah why is sean king still have why does he still have a following i don't understand I mean, he docks that many black women you shouldn't yeah. have i saw that I mean, yeah it's just like with a lot i mean with anything really it's like it's like optics it's like of course like you're gonna get the person who gives you the person who gives you the most digestible and accessible breakdown of a complex thing is gonna be the one that gets propped up. It's like underground punk music and then like Green Day. <laughs> you know, and that's no diss against Green Day. I fuck with Green Day, but obviously it's like you're going to want to have the more digestible form of the thing <coughs> instead of the thing mm-hmm. that actually breaks down the complex. American idiot. Gotta put a face on it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
So it's like, yeah, of course, like, people are going to take more to Sean King because it's like, oh, this black person was brutalized. It's like, all right, you're hitting a very emotional chord. And, like, to a degree, you're offering some information about this person. But then it's like, when it comes to actually articulating, like, the systems in place that allow these things to continue to exist, it's all the community workers who are actually the ones articulating that and breaking those things down but not getting the attention they deserve. He uses them. He'll, like, start a group. And, and it'll be all black because most organizations like honestly are all queer black women yeah. and then like maybe three or four cis men yeah. and then uh, they'll he'll like start groups with them and they raise all this money and then he just kind of disappears and then when they call him out on it he doxes them and like sends his lawyers after them uh, he's so full of shit or he'll like reach out to families uh, of these violence victims and then like use their kids pictures and everything and everyone but doesn't actually like help them and then when they like like reach back out to him and they say well Sean King like basically like exploited me to get over then he doxes them and it's like you're doxing a mom whose child is dead and that you exploited and people are like he's like he's important to the movement it's like where though like I don't like, what, like, like where are his results? Yeah. Other than like thousands of Twitter followers, you know, I could get thousands of Twitter followers. Yeah, you're shaking ass. It might get, <laughs> might get a few. He, he he's not doing anything. Not to talk about Sharky. I don't know. My head is all organizing right now. I like that we get to talk about pop punk Yeah, I was about to say. I think um, you guys in the span is are one of the very first like modern emo bands, pop punk bands that I've heard that discusses like POC and like genderqueer issues in like this music genre, which is like huge that I've just never heard in general. And like, again, you try to bring it up to people in the scene. You're like, why aren't we hearing this? And you just try to have a normal conversation Yeah. because they'll be like, yeah, gay rights. Yeah. Police brutality sucks. Like fuck fascists. And then I'm like, but let's like, let's talk about it on a deeper level. And they're like, oh, I, I have no idea. Yeah. So how, what, I mean, obviously you guys are kind of writing about your adolescence in yeah. this. How has that kind of like metamorphosized to just including more of like the political aspects of it at the same time and then kind of being well-spoken and vocal about it? Because again, I don't see a lot of pop punk bands. They'll, yeah. you know, they'll have their like, yeah, I'm for, you know, gay pride and everything. I'm for, you know, safe spaces. Yeah. But they're not having a whole dialogue like, they're not going out on stage and like having like full speeches or they're yeah. it's like very bullshit small and they're like well we don't want to alienate our fans yeah i mean that's what it started out as i was like man all these dudes talk about their girlfriends i'm so into this I, this was really this is really original i love it so much and it's just yeah bullshit i'm being very sarcastic if you people on listening can't tell um I'm just being, I, since the beginning i was always just like i started out kind of like super preachy so i just i, I started out at the beginning just like being very punk and very like political that I was like well maybe I should make it a little funny so people stop telling me I'm an asshole so just kind of like not watering it down but making it more yeah it's like you can't you can't start a dialogue by screaming at someone like no one learns anything by being yelled at so I was just like I heard that quote somewhere I was just like oh shit like yeah I should probably make this a little more accessible because our fans are going to be white people the people are going to hear this in the genre when we go out to shows are going to be white people like no matter how hard we try to get out to black audiences our default sub just substandard areas like straight white dudes so it's always like oh this shouldn't relate to me but it does i'm like good that's why i wrote it that way so it's like you can write something like that too like it doesn't have to be like i hate my hometown but i moved back when i was 30 and i you know married my high school sweetheart and then like that's my whole career like anyone could write about things that are happening in the community you don't necessarily have to be a part of that community as long as you come at it in an honest way and like you're not just like doing the basis denomination just like yelling out so like you know Trayvon Martin was murdered like and like you know there are more people than Trayvon Martin there are more things to talk about than like <sighs> just going deeper into, into the topic and learning more and not just the face value bullshit that was that's always been the goal for me I think when I heard uh, downtown boys quoting Asada Shakur I was like this is what punk is supposed to be a Downtown wall is just a wall and nothing more. And I was like, Asada is in a punk song. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that's kind of what it should be. I yeah. just pulled out my Downtown Boys record last night because my dad and I finished setting up our, my, my record player stereo system. And one of the first albums I pulled out was like a special edition of Downtown Boys. I threw it on and I'm like, oh my God. I forgot how much this hits. Uh, <laughs> so like, on your note about um, this genre, right? This female punk thing. I think that's one of the things that like separates us a lot because there's a lot of black punk bands. Shit ton. We get put on the fast, the hardcore, you know, the, the bad brain style and that genre and all of them. Like we go there or somewhere of that um, away. I, as a kid, I was a pop punk kid, you know, I listened to, Ramon's my favorite band of all time, for example. So I listened to your, your <clears throat> Green Day, I grew up on them and that stuff. And I was still, even in the age, like where I know so many black punk fans, still just the only black girl there, you know? And mm -hmm. still all the way through until honestly now that like I feel as if we're still not represented of this particular subgenre. It's just not there yet. We're not there yet. And there's so many out there that I do love and that are receptive of it. We just gotta get to them. Yeah. Make it more accessible and that's why we're like in this. We wanna push us up this tour and everything. Yeah. We need to get to them because there is that one person out there in the crowd that's just every now and then they turn around and they're like what am I fucking doing here? You yeah. know? Yeah. It's just like you just turn around and just snaps at you one time, but you sometimes just brush it aside. It's like I enjoy the music. Just gotta get to them. Yeah. I think that's a part of it too, is that like a lot of black people and people of color aren't always like they're into it, but they don't feel comfortable going into those spaces because it is so white. Uh, or like feeling like I like this, but also the people that it's coming from, I feel like don't really get me. You know, so like it's very, and then also on top of that, like you get made fun of for liking it, mm -hmm. and you yeah. become more other because kids are, kids are frankly evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they're pieces of shit. Humans. They don't know how to empathize, you know, uh, and so you just feel like it's like things that you kind of like in secret. Like I dealt a lot with uh, discomfort around race and, and like feeling very out of place all the time, and so I, I feel like. I feel like what you're doing is very important, bringing space, um, and then also like being very uh, intentional about making sure like we are black and this is the music that we're playing and we are black and we love it too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also like always keeping in mind that you know it's it's very nuanced. Yeah. Like also taking notice that most of our fans are white people. Yeah. Straight white. Anything people. I can do to get white people to Google what is a hotep, I'm I'm for it. <laughs> Oh, have you seen Black Lady Sketch Show? Yeah. Huh? Yes. What is it? <laughs> what uh, is it? She's the she's, she's the maid of honor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what is this? A, a, a lady hotel. Oh, uh, she's, making she this, she's making the, the <laughs> toast. Yeah. Decided to keep her slave name. Yeah. <laughs> she said you would do this today. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, watch Black Lady Sketch Show HBO. Okay. Oh, oh you can God. find them on YouTube actually. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah I'll, I'll watch that. So what I also find interesting is that you're you release like two albums instead of like a bunch of EPs like I see a lot of like <laughs> other bands do like yeah. I just interviewed one other band and they only release EPs but they're starting to like really blow up yeah and I thought that that was such a strange dynamic but you just like threw it out and you're like fuck <laughs> it here's two full whole ass albums <laughs> which it's they're great they're thank good. you it's thank not you. like you know you're trying to find what you're doing like yeah. you know, your style it's consistent but still changing yeah. in it and you can hear it in the sound and I what what was your like thought process on that? I'm not doing EPs. Yeah. I don't was it Eli was once just like, "Oh, well we can save this song cuz we couldn't get we weren't going to get a feature." And you're like, "Oh, well we can save it for a remix." I was like, "No, we're not doing remixes." I'm very much like I don't remember what band it was. Like they put out three records and broke up and then that was it. I was like, "That's so fucking cool." There's no B-sides, there's no EPs, there's no Lucy's. I was just like, "That's cool. I want to do that." And just like growing up, like film was my first love. So like I I would go to movies alone from like eight until now. And <laughs> and I would just be like, man, like this is a full narrative ass arc. Like I don't want to release an EP and like it feels like an incomplete story, especially with like how dense what, what we write is. It was just like, I feel like I couldn't tell a full story in four songs, three songs. So it was always just like, I want an album to have like a narrative arc and it's a whole full story that you have to listen to at once. Especially how the second album references the first album. Like it feels like it's a sequel to a movie. Like I always just wanted to like, I don't have the patience to write a full screenplay. So I was like, how about 12 songs? And then we'll, we'll do that. So I just, it's never crossed my mind to be like, oh, we'll put it on an EP. Like, I've always just been like, nah. Like, that's not the full story. Let's just, like, do that and just go for it. 
Well, I also saw that um, your latest album, I Spent the Winter, we can abbreviate it. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone has been doing. Yeah. Um, and Pitchfork actually reviewed it, which I yeah. thought was wild. Yeah, so, still wild. The fact yeah. that they gave it a 7.4 truly blows me away. Yeah. Like, Man. they must be like, I guess we have to feel for these emo kids now. Like, God <laughs> damn it. But I, but the, I, I read the inter- I read the, the review of it, and yeah. I was actually like, oh, that they didn't go in this, like, half-cock eye for yeah. once. <laughs> they didn't give the, the Greta Van Fleet treatment. Oh, God. <laughs> or as I like to call it, Greta Van Yeet. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Wait, are there any Greta Van Fleet fans at this table? Uh-uh. Oh, thank okay, God. Good. Okay, oh, speak freely. Save. <laughs> I was actually at Riot Fest, and there was a girl in front of me waiting for, um, God, what was I think Hot Mulligan or Microwave. And mm. she had a Greta Van Fleet patch on. Oh. Like, oh, I gotta go. So, ooh, you gotta I can't go. enjoy this festival anymore. <laughs> no, this exists. Just like tap security in point. They'll know what you mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what did you think of Microwave set? Okay. I liked it. I liked them as a band. Their set was kind of a, made me kind of sleepy. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of I'm so sorry, Microwave. Like you're so good, but I felt sleepy. Yeah. I was like, they have great. They have a great album. Like, what is this? And it's also on Shroom, so I also wasn't sure about Google. Wow, you you went there. The well, I mean, Riot Fest is a family event. <laughs> My best friend is one of the talent uh, buyers of Riot. And so we get, like, it was kind of fucked up this year. We got guest passes, and this year in guest, beer was free. Uh, and they give you tall boys. So we got, you know... Just a little too wasted. Wait, and the shrooms too? And so you got shrooms. crossfaded. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. It was great. It was a great weekend, <laughs> me? but on Monday I thought right I was now. going to die. Yeah. I was like in, and I live alone, so I'm just like in my bed, like, oh my God. <laughs> just me and my cat, my partner's out of town, my friends are also all hungover, so we can't help each other. No one would find you. Your cat would eat you, maybe. You know, I called my brother and I was like, can you order me? like fried chicken or something he's like you're vegetarian i was like i feel like it's the only thing that's going to help me <laughs> like it's the only thing that's going to save me you know? <laughs> just fried chicken <laughs> yeah no i'm still here i am alive i am still recovering from riot fest though Lizzie, how you doing i'm great i had to recover from riot fest and then i went to two nights of the jonas brothers so i had like a post like riot fest jonas brother like sinus infection yeah <laughs> so that's where i'm at but i'm doing great still catching them and then last weekend my best friend uh one of my best friends moving and so he was like we got a party in my house until dawn and so we did that two nights in a row naturally uh, i'm tired i am I'm very tired so yeah but uh you guys are kind of tired too how's this tour been yeah. so far i also find it interesting you guys brought on um people other bands that are also poc yeah and also like queer which I've never really seen a roster lineup like that either. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. It's been good. I mean, we're on what day three. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Like the last leg, we had a lot of long drives right off the bat. So this is fine. It took us three hours to get here today. I'm good. There we go. Like we still have what nine more days left, but for now I'm good. I was gonna ask you how long is the tour? What's the longest tour you've ever done? Uh, I feel like they're always 15 days, right? Yeah, but this one I think we have like 16 days. 16? 16. It's, yeah, it's a, a month split up. Yeah. And yeah, we, we had two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks back on. So I guess technically this would be the longest one. This is her first tour, so... Oh. Yeah. How, how are you doing? Pretty good. Um, the last, the first leg that we did was really fun. Um, that was my first ever time, like being in a van for that long. Oh, God. They're like, <laughs> what, 10-hour like, drive the, yeah. like, the first day? And then, like, just being, like, away from home, like, for that long, because it was, like, about two weeks. Yeah. yeah. A little over two weeks. And I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> no, simply because us. you always hear these horror stories of, like, tour life and things yeah. getting stolen and, like, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And, like, not, the only, like, really bad thing that happened was our van. <laughs> fucking van. <laughs> down. Which God. I think that happens on everyone's tour. Yeah. Like. But that was, like, the first like, time it's ever happened for us. And even still, like, everyone was in good spirits. We yeah. just, like, laughed about it the whole time, even though we were all inside, like, draining, like, what's yeah. going to happen. Um, but it was a really good experience, and it's been really good so far, first three days. <laughs> yeah. No, if this tour doesn't kill you, I will yet. Oh, God. <laughs> what do we do? Pup, pup? I like pup. I love pup. I like pup. Oh, wow. You don't like pup? 
I'm okay. Wow. Oh. I know we can't be friends. <laughs> you I know. Have a lot of spicy I tried. Today. Today. I just <sighs> doesn't like don't. Beyonce. Doesn't like us. <laughs> no. Mm-mm, you're done. Goodbye. I, tried. I like your jacket though. This is a full-on jumpsuit. <gasps> I made this myself. I made this myself. Are we friends again? Wait. The socks and the shoes. Bow, bow, bow. If you want to see Eric's fit, you have to check out our social media because it's the only way you're going to see it because this is an audio video. Or come to a show. Come to a (laughs) show. Or come to one of their shows. Just yell out fit check and I'll post. I got you. I'm so upset. I love jumpsuits. Oh, my first one ever. It's very hard to get in and out of, but... I'll just never take it off. Yeah, don't get drunk in it because you will pee on it. I'm already drunk. I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> just don't pee on it. Oh, wait, no, because you can just, like, whip out. Yeah. Right? No, I can't do that, unfortunately. Yeah. We don't have the technology yet. It gets messy. Yeah. You have to take the whole ass. Yeah, and then when you're naked in a stall. When you're at a music festival, too, and you're like, oh, I'm sweaty. Oh, God, yeah. I will never wear this to a music festival. But also, one of your tours that you guys went on was over in the U.K., and you went on tour with Nervous, which is fronted by... um. And by a trans woman, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. And I really love Nervous too, just myself. Oh God. The so. new record is so. Wait, it's not out yet. Never mind. Oh. It's really good. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Continue. <laughs> so how um how did you jump on that tour in the UK of all places too? Ah, uh, we did a DIY tour in June of last year with Fresh and Kermes, and M was our driver. And when she wasn't just like, you know, driving 10 hours and sleeping, she was just, she was just the best person on the planet. And she hit us up in what, like? A month after, not even a month. Yeah, like we maybe July. After we finished the tour. And I was just like, oh, we just did this. The guys won't want to do it, haha. <laughs> and they were like, let's do it. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah so, I was like, we should so we just no, went right back. Like we had, I mean, this is, a, this is our first actual American tour because we did Europe twice last year. So we were just like, hell yeah, we're down. And she's like, oh, it's with Warriors. I was like, hell yeah, we're double down. So, so we just did it and she, it was the best tour. So many big nights, so many ridiculous times. Yeah, definitely cannot wait. They're, they're coming to America next in November. Cannot wait to see them again. Big hype there. At, uh, they, yeah, they're coming through for fest. For fest, yeah, down in Florida. Wow. Wow. I've still never gotten to go. Yeah, we were just talking about this before you came up too. No, I've never been yeah. either. There are dozens of us. It's Halloween. I, I want to be with you, my friend. <laughs> This is great, though. I need to go. I went twice. Did you love it? No. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day and your tour to oh, uh, come and talk with us. Me. I appreciate you, Ariel, for uh, coming out and taking Brian's place for this time <laughs> around. Thank you. Thank I you appreciate Brian. it. <laughs> I love you, Brian. Also, congratulations on the new job. Hey, employment. Employment. <laughs> big boy. Big boy employment. <laughs> But most of all, he's pretty much said to me about it. He's like, I have fuck you money. I'm like, okay. Wow. I love that for you. Wow. Is he single? What is he doing right now? What is he doing? He has a really nice girlfriend, but listen. For how long? He's bitch. (laughs) I need fuck you money. Damn, where's my fuck you money? Yeah, he's pretty straight. Ah. But I know I'm so sorry. That's okay. (laughs) But uh, if you can uh, just tell us where everybody can find you guys on. So everyone can listen to this all these albums that I've been raving about to almost like everybody yeah. and everyone's like I'm not on the same page as okay. you at all and I'm like oh. that's so tragic we have four social media so we'll go down the line bam where can they find us pick one uh Instagram at like real proper there we go Facebook at like real proper Twitter at like real proper Facebook YouTube there you go. oh <laughs> did someone already say Facebook yes yeah. the first one <laughs> Oh, I thought you said Instagram. I did. I said Instagram. Oh, sorry. You said Facebook. I said Facebook. Yeah. I, bro, I said <laughs> I just chugged the fucking Bud Light cannon. I don't need you. <laughs> what he meant to say was youtube.com slash proper like real proper. We chugged it. We just chugged it. It was, it was this bottle. And then like real proper dot com also. Um, yeah. That's all, right? That's all of them? Yeah. What's the YouTube? Is it Spotify? And then Spotify.com slash like 9P73. Just put in proper yeah. Pop up. Apple what Music, we got that. Movie? We got Deezer, I still don't know what that is. We're on Napster. That guy hasn't broke yet. Napster yeah. is still a thing. I don't understand it either. But oh, yeah. we're there. We're on there. Probably on Rhapsody. What year is it? Rhapsody. We're, on, we're, on, we're definitely on Genius.com if you want to, you know, read our bores. Um, that's it. <laughs> and uh, just so everyone knows, uh, I, under, I think it's really witty. Why did you guys change from great white to proper? Is it witty? Oh, 
I just, for one, I was tired of like being like, you know, white, like W-I-G-H-T, like a white walker, like Game of Thrones, and people just being like dead behind the eyes. So it just, that sounded cool when I was 22, because I've been sitting on that name for way too long. And then proper was just like, first it sounded cool, but it was just like, you know, people growing up black and like being well-spoken, they're like, oh, your parents must be white. Like, you must be half black. You talk like real proper. So it just got, came from that, just taking that back. Relatable. And then with the, the period, because I like to be difficult, as you've noticed Go ahead today. And type it up. No, because you're punk. Okay. Yeah, because I'm punk. That's what yes. you're anti-authoritarian. That's what I tell my boss at work, and he's like, "Please don't do that." Yeah. Like, also, absolutely not. Watch your hand for this giant ant. Oh Jesus. He looks like he'll fuck your shit up. We are in a park right now, so oh, that's a big one. We have some. Uh, he's not scared of you. Oh yeah, he's scared not. now. He's scared. All right. You just blow on bugs. They don't like it. I can't walk towards you though. <laughs> towards the wind. Go in the crevice. Go. You're gonna knock him towards us. Fuck off, man. Boom. Look, this was his land. You gotta see this out. This came is true. over and yeah. put a bench on it. This is true. Put a bench on it. <laughs> but thank you guys so much. Appreciate everybody, literally everybody at the table for being here today. <laughs> thank you for having us. And make sure to check out uh, Proper's tour at wherever else they are coming in the next, uh, what, 15, 16 days? Yeah. And when hopefully they go on another tour that they'll roll through too and if you are listening to this and you were at the show on thursday night in chicago when we released this on monday <laughs> hopefully you were there because it was one of their first shows first time in chicago yeah we've done champagne and this will be the first time in actual chicago sick love that and stay tuned we have more coming up for you relatively soon with brian included when he is not sickly and being an adult yeah so until next time uh this has been lizzie and ariel and proper. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you wanted to say our individual names. I fucked it up. No, it's okay. That works too. That works too. <laughs> Sorry. This has been everybody here from the Emo Social Club. We'll see you next time. Boom.